Hello, hello, and welcome back to Trying to Figure It Out. For any new listeners, I'm Ali Petiti, and here on Trying to Figure It Out, we really do exactly that. We try to figure it all out. We talk about things like friendships, mental health, dating, sexuality, sex, everything under the moon you could possibly think of, and how we're all just trying to figure life out every single day. This week, I am so excited to have my best friend on with me. He's been here a few times. For those of you who haven't listened, we have Bo Stone with us today. Bo is a hairstylist. He is my best friend. He's an amazing human being, and I'm so excited to have you here. So welcome back to Trying to Figure It Out, Bo. Hi, everybody. Podcast adjacent here. <laughs> Bo was trying to tell me earlier that he is now a podcaster just because of how many times he's made an appearance on Trying to Figure It Out. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy that you're here, though. I literally couldn't love taping with you more. So, Bo, I think that my listeners here will all want to know what you've been up to since the last time you were on Trying to Figure It Out. We did celebrate your half birthday a couple of weeks ago. And I was wondering if you wanted to share a little bit about what we did. We went to dinner and then you had a night out with my friends. I actually went to bed because I was exhausted, but I did go to dinner with you. So do you want to share some stories of your half birthday celebrations? I would love to start with like, it was a great day. Like I came over here and we were swimming in the little pool, flippy flappies. And like, I love swimming. I am like a water boy. And so that was like magical to me. Um, great pool, great hot tub moment in like 80 degree weather too. Like That was strange of us. Very strange. And then we had some nice froyo, which was like, go, go Greek. Yeah. Go, go Greek. Go, go Greek, but like go, 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 go Greek. Greek. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, I think it was really fun because we were at dinner and like that's when we realized what we were celebrating. We were yeah. all at dinner and I was like, guys, like my birthday is like in six months. And we're like, it's your half birthday. <laughs> and it was really great. Um, it was kind of very necessary. Like I think. Little did I know it. And it's always fun because every time I hang out with you, like, I think everything's great. But then there's, like, this ability that you have, like, to check in and be like, how is everything? And I'm like, well, I guess I'm just trying to figure it out. (laughs) I thought I was great. And I think I'm great. And I say I'm great. But then, like, no, like, some things aren't great. (laughs) I know. And I love that about you because I feel like even when things aren't great, you do such a good job of concealing it and always bringing so much fun to the table. But I always like to check in a little bit and see how you're doing and, you know, try to nudge you and pull stuff out of you even if you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, But things are are genuinely great. I'm pretty blessed. Like, I'm very busy. Um, Life is... As much as, like, we all go through, but I think life is still beautiful, and, like, we're all live, and I'm actually going to Paris and Amsterdam, and I'm very excited about that. And I'm excited to know more about that, but before we even get to you going to Paris, you were telling me earlier that you had some really sad news that you wanted to share, that your favorite furniture store was going out of business, and I would just love to know a little bit more about why you feel so passionate about this okay so for all the la listeners Wurtz brothers is this infamous uh vintage furniture store it's on santa monica boulevard more in santa monica than anything and it is like i've gotten a lot of pieces from there it's just really eclectic really cool refurbished or you know like good finds 
it's just like the greatest place. And then the best part about Wurtz Brothers is they have this like bird. It's a gray bird. I think it's a parrot. I don't know. I always thought parrots were colorful, but it's gray. <laughs> Looks like granny. And her name is Gabby. Gabby the bird. Like, I don't think she's 91 years old. The furniture store's been open for 91 years, but. But Gabby's been there for Gabby's a long probably time. like my age. Gabby, like, birds can be old. Did you know that? Like, I've, I honestly have a phobia of birds. I've met a parrot that is older than I am. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And if I'm struggling with, like, trying to keep up on the weekends and weekdays, <laughs> like, Gabby the parrot is, like, thriving. She's thriving. So what's going to happen to Gabby now that the store is closing? Well, um, Gabby was stolen. And so so here's some really important information. Gabby was stolen on the last day that Words Brothers was open. So it was the final day. It was already really sad for the whole, <laughs> all the staff and employees. It's a family-owned business for like 91 years. That's so sad. And this is their cherished pet, Gabby, and she was stolen. I don't know. And there's some there's some suspects. Was like, she stolen in the middle of the night during no, the day? No, no. Like their last day of shopping like and being open, someone, I guess, came in and stole her. But there's some suspects because I guess two days before that, there were some people who came in and were like, what's going to happen to Gabby? <laughs> so they're the number one suspect. Where's Gabby going to go? <laughs> is Gabby going to stay in the building? Is Gabby <laughs> going to be given away? Who's going to have Gabby? Which is like red flag right there. That is a red Who's flag. Who's asking about Gabby? Everyone should be blessed for Gabby. She gets to leave the damn fucking old store. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Gabby's missing. So Gabby is stolen. Let's, missing is another thing. Like, this is no longer the first 48 hours. She didn't hours. run away. This is like, she was thefted. I don't get it. Like, someone would steal, <laughs> like. A parrot. Yeah. Like. So what are they doing? Like, what are they doing to try to find her? So everywhere is like the. LA ABC News has posted about it. Like, it's kind of everywhere. And it is a $7,000 reward. You can return Gabby to any... No questions asked? No questions asked. Any SPCA in LA, I think. Or maybe any vet or SPCA or any... Any animal place. Wow. You, You can return her, no questions asked. Please do it if you're listening. If you have Gabby and you're listening... Please return her for a $7,000 reward. No questions asked. They I'm, just want Gabby back. I'm sure you could also wheel and deal some furniture with it too. Um, yeah. You know. Okay. So we touched on Gabby a little bit. Last time you were here, we talked a little bit about Halloween Horror Nights. And I actually just got back from Orlando and I went to Horror Nights in Orlando for the first time ever. I've only done it in L.A. And so I wanted to share with you some of my experience at Florida Horror Nights. First off, way less scary. Just like way less scary. I don't know what it was, but it was just not as scary. And I think it's because the park is so big that like it doesn't feel as scary because there's not like you're not as crammed into one space. But I would just like to say I did a way better job than I did last year. And I'm very proud of myself. Like I was very tolerable at Horror Nights this year. So I'm really ready for when we go here. It was kind of like a warm up to get me ready for the one here. <laughs> that is amazing to hear. I'm I went in full costume. I oh. put on like fake cut tattoos on my arms. I wore devil ears, like full costume. But we talked about the black phone and the black <gasps> phone was the scariest haunted house. 
Okay, so touching base on that, I think I told you I recently went on like two dates with this this guy who is a scarer at Halloween Horror Night. That's literally insane. <laughs> what did he have to say about that? I well, I really only went on the second date so I could get all the information for you, right? Because I needed to know <laughs> what was going on. You're a good friend, and it's called Scare University. So it sounds like the for, like Monsters University, yeah. <laughs> And they have Scare University, and that's where they learn. They do all their dress fittings, and they learn, you know, what their position's going to be, and what their theme is, and who they're scaring, and what they are as a scarer, and what it means to truly be right. a scary scare. Interesting. Is there going to be another date? Oh no, no! I went on the second date to get just to get the, the information yeah, for me, yeah, and yeah. then that no, was yeah. it. Yeah, that was about it. Maybe we'll see him scaring around. Huh. Boo. <laughs> scare you later i feel like i'm gonna be less scared now at horror nights knowing that he could be amongst the people that are like chasing me with the chainsaw you're gonna, you're gonna be looking at me like what are you looking for bro i'm like i'm just not, <laughs> not imagine he like breaks character when he sees you and he's like bo bo it's me remember <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and then i'm gonna scare him <laughs> That would be more scary than Horror Nights. Honestly. I would like I would like a redo on Horror Nights. I think I owe it to the group. <laughs> okay, so the last time you were on, we also were in the final episode of a series that I did regarding friendships, toxic friendships, friendship breakups, and all of that. And so you recently have been going through not one, but two friendship breakups, and as your close friend, I have first-handedly witnessed how much it's affected you. And so last time I saw you, we talked privately, and you had mentioned to me that you wanted to come on and share a little bit about your experience. And you don't have to go into too much detail about the full story. It's really up to you what you want to share. But I would love for you to talk a little bit more about, you know, what your experience has been like, how you're doing now and what you want moving forward. So we're going to start there and let's just start with who these friends were to you and what was your friendship like with both of them before the friendship breakup occurred. Yeah, and I think like I would like to maybe like rephrase cuz breakup sounds aggressive like I guess <laughs> I guess like before we start it like it's not like the lessons I've learned are um, managing like friendships so it's friendship management in a way okay like repositioning where these people belong in my life how the level of respect and support I give them in comparison to the level of respect and support I receive mm -hmm. um, but anyways just to kind of break it down I've got you know two friends who are not who never knew each other very separate um, one of these friends I had reconnected with that I had like kind of, you know, known for a very long time and reconnected with. And like, you know, we had like a expression of like, you know, kind of some intimate moment. And that was kind of, you know, out of the blue and fun. But I knew like going into it, that intimate moment wasn't going to be like a forever thing. Yeah. And so it feels weird to like f have feelings like. It's not like I'm like, oh, so hung up on this moment and like this feeling with this person. Right. 
but more or less like you can't I'm not an unemotionally involved person so like of any course. sense of like you know intimacy or things like I'm always going to feel a certain way mm-hmm. and so when I was going through that transition of like kind of separating those feelings with that person um, I was very expressive to my other friend about how I was going through that so the non-intimate friend of mine um, is a very was a is a very close friend of mine who like I would you know I would consider the level of friendship would be like a legacy friend, like where you kind of like break the barriers of friendship. Like you're not just acquaintances. You're not like friendly. Yeah. You spend a lot of quality time together. You share a lot of deep, intimate moments of like, you know, your life and comparisons and relations and things. Um, So like a really deep friend. Eventually what had happened was I had nurtured the friendship with the intimate person and it evolved it into pretty much like a normal friendship like I felt really bad for them like I had a lot of respect and love for them and I knew they were going through a lot of hard times with like you know just trying to make it in LA individually individually like they're just trying to make it in LA they're a struggling artist um you know like they had expressed a lot of their like dark depressions with me and like you know and like to me like my favorite thing is like building people up making them socialize making them connect like I never want to see anybody sad or feel like they're unworthy of like being included or involved or like i like i think the best part of life and the only way to make it through like tough things is to be involved with other people and to be socializing and connect connecting and having fun or having too much fun yeah (laughs) i was doing a really great job of like making sure that they were included in a lot of things and the friend that was really really close to me had a hard time like and expressed to me a lot like you know, I don't think it's safe for you to do that. I think it's kind of like, diff, you know, like hard on you. And like, I don't really like this person because I feel like they're taking advantage of you. Right. Like I was taking them out to dinners. I was including them in going out to clubs and, you know, making sure that they didn't feel like un, unable to do it because of money. Like, I think we should all be able to go out and have fun. Um, But my friend was really expressing how they felt that I was being taken advantage of by the other, let's just call it, uh, said, you know. Boy X. Yeah, boy X. (laughs) (laughs) And then girl X was like, what I feel, yeah, uh, taken advantage, you're getting taken advantage of. So I was nurturing it. I felt like we were breaking through of like, you know, he was helping me out with a lot of different things around moving and, and I was feeling like I, I never felt used. Yeah. So I invited boy X to the dinner with my other friends and met girl X Yeah. <laughs> and you know, history is history. And like all of a sudden they're like best, like they're in love. And I was just like, I didn't like, I, they're like, Oh, are you okay with this bow? And I was like, yeah, I'm fine in the moment. Like, how could I not be like, I'm very much for everyone's happiness. Yeah. And then I was like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> like what a what, crazy turn. What just, and it was like, within like two or three days. And I was like, what the hell just happened? And I thought like, I literally went on normal. And then like, I think when I started to tell my real friends, like what happened? Yeah. They were all like, what do you mean? And I was like, that's normal, right? And they're like, oh, that's the not okay. It's not okay. You don't, you're not allowed, like, you can't, like, do that to your friends. Yeah. And so 
that's where I'm at. And I'm now navigating the lessons of what that like entails. Like I've never felt that like dark or betrayed. Like even though I said it was okay, like if you have to ask if something's okay. okay. And also like don't ask when we're all like drunk and partying. Like I'm not, of course I'm going to be, yeah. But like also I think the level of which they went about it, it was like blasted all over social media, all up in my face. In front of your face. In front of my face. And so I think that's where I was just like, I felt really disrespected. And it's so funny because they were, the girl was always the one who's like, I'm nervous that your friends are taking advantage of you. I think you were probably being taken advantage of by boy X and girl X because both of them didn't have the understanding or decency to understand that this might hurt you after how much you've done for them as a friend and it just puts into perspective you know that's the hardest part about a friendship whatever management friendship breakup a break from a friendship whatever it is the hardest part about it is having those realizations that you did so much more than was given back to you and that's a horrible feeling because it really puts things into perspective of are other people doing that too and I just haven't had that moment yet to figure that out or you know, it's really a shitty feeling. Yeah, I and I think so, like, I because I always try to look at things like, what is the lesson I'm, I'm being presented with? What I've learned is I now evaluate a lot of things differently. And I know this is going to sound really messed up, but, like, I now am a little more jaded. Yeah. I'm a lot more damn selfish. Good. And I am, you know, and it's, like, kind of, like... Maybe you needed to be. Yeah, Maybe like, there's like silver linings to all of this. Totally. And I don't know if like a therapist would probably agree with this, but like when you've been hurt, like you kind of build a little bit of a wall with it. Like totally. I think I'm the one who actually needs to build walls and like has boundaries. to have those boundaries. Like I put it this way for a friend who was asking about the update on the situation and they said, well, but why don't you just like make amends and friends? And I said, I can work on it, but here's the thing about me. I'm the type of person who I will meet someone and I will give you like a glass full of my trust and respect. How you drink that, how you use that and how you spill it is up to you. Yeah. I suggest you maintain the glass pretty damn full. Yeah. Because there ain't no seconds. There ain't no seconds with me. I'm the same way and I will put up with bullshit for far too long. But once I decide that glass is empty... Oh, done there are yeah. no refills ever the glass is recycled <laughs> yeah it's, it's gone like I'm the exact same way and I, a big part of why I wanted to bring you on and I appreciate you being so vulnerable with me because I know you and I know this isn't easy for you but I think that there's so many people out there and I think along with the fact that we're not even talking strictly heterosexual relationships here we're talking friendship we're talking relationships and we're also talking relationships from a a man who is gay and also has his own struggles being a gay man and meeting people and going through all of those things so there are so many layers to your story and that's why I'm so grateful for you being so vulnerable with me about it and my listeners but part of why I wanted to bring you on is because I went through something super similar to this very recently as well and you were there for me through it and it's very similar like I've met girl x and I'm a part of your life. I've been around it. And you've met my girl ex and my boy ex. And you've been around for my situation. And, you know, we've both been able to kind of wake each other up and be like, that's so fucked. Like, open your eyes. Like, that's so terrible that someone would do that to you, knowing the circumstances. Because there's so much more to it. It's not just 
oh, they're dating now and that upsets me. Like, you're not petty. You're yeah. just not. You're not a petty guy. You're so supportive of your friends. You're such a good person. And so when it happened to me on my side of things, like there was a lot more to it and there was a lot more to the story. And I think that it's just really interesting that we're both kind of here together <laughs> experiencing something so similar and just on the same path. We're the same in the way that we want everyone to have fun. We always want everyone there and the best time for everyone. But I think us just learning that we need to be a little more selfish to protect ourselves. It's just so important to have boundaries up and to be so protective of yourself because friendships are everything. To have someone hurt you in that way, it's really hard to recover from. And those feelings, it's it's really shitty. So I have so much empathy for you because I've been there and I know that it's been hard for you. And I know that it's not easy for you to talk about. So I appreciate you Thank being you. so open with me. Thank you. Yeah, like I... um yeah, it's it's a lot. And I think the reason I get so upset is like I do invest a lot into my friends. My friends are my family. Like this is someone who I spoke to more than anybody else in my life. Like this was someone who I almost spoke to more than my like my childhood best friends. Like I was like You traveled together. You oh did my everything. God. This together. was like my like she part of my everything, you know? Mm -hmm. Like one of the most I said it this way. One of the most constant and consistent person people in my life. Yeah. And for me, that's a lot because I have a lot of people in my life. But the way they remain consistent and constant is what's most valuable. Mm -hmm. And this was someone who, who was that. And um, I think that's why I got really hurt by it. Yeah, and it's I like think, losing family. I think the manner, too, of just the way it was like seeing th them go on and be happy like now i because then it, like the next phase of all of that was then i realized i was just the only one not happy mm -hmm. because i'd have to hear about it like that's the other thing too it was like okay i blocked it i wasn't seeing it but you were hearing i it. was hearing it everywhere yep like i flew to my like uh, to a friend's birthday party in oregon and I had the, by the way, I had the best time of my life in Oregon. Um, oh my gosh, my buddies up there. I just like, it was so good to get away and connect with them and yeah. have a great time. Like so much fun seeing them. But first 45 minutes, they're like, how crazy is it? Your friend's dating our other friend. And I was just like, so damn God crazy. damn it. It's so Can't crazy. Can't escape it. <laughs> it's just so great and crazy, huh? Gosh, like I couldn't run from it for a minute. No, I feel that. And, and but then it got to a point where I was just like, I was just living in this pit of like, all I could hear about was that. I didn't have to see it, thank gosh. Um, but then I was like, I'm the only one mad. And so then I've like, I've allowed myself to work through it and get over it. And I'm more... I'm more friendly to said person. Um, however, it'll never be the same. I'm not sure, you know, what I where it'll go. I, I know for sure that you can't refill the jar at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think li life lesson is, you know, I, I really am a little more selfish on who I really allow in. And, yeah. it, and it's sad because I, I always was proud of being the person who gave everything to everyone and watched them manage it. But now I'm a little more sheltered. And yeah. I think that's okay. I think, you know, it's good that you were that way. And I think it's admirable. But I also don't know if it always is the best way to be. I think there has to be a balance. You can yeah. still be a great person without giving everything away. So part of this life lesson is like, 
I'm going to Paris and Amsterdam kind of solely, like, I don't want to give them the damn credit of why I'm going on a beautiful (laughs) European vacation that I've illicitly been planning so strategically. I was like, this is my life. Bo, I'm blessed to be fortunate enough to be able to plan out two weeks to go to Europe. Yeah. And I've always wanted to travel alone. Like, I love people and I love my friends. I love traveling with people. But, like, I think right now more than ever, I need two weeks to be alone, to just sit in a cafe, write a little bit. Yeah, just be you. Kind of think about where I want to go, what I want to do in this next chapter. Okay, so you're going to Paris. You're just doing it for yourself. I'm so excited for you. I wish I could come. But I'm honestly, like, I'm really glad you're just going by yourself. You really need it. And I think it's going to be amazing. Thank you. But what are you most excited (sighs) To do while you're there. Honestly, I'm just excited to connect with myself. I couldn't tell you the last time I spent two weeks alone. Yeah. With I don't nobody think I ever have. I don't think I ever have either. Like, honestly, like, I, we, weirdly enough, like, I don't think that's a normal thing. Like, so I'm going to spend two weeks alone traveling to a country I barely speak any of their language. I've been practicing. Bonjour, je m'appelle Beau. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's even got the accent down. Si. Oui, oui. He said si. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be taking French and Spanish at the same time. No, that's not going to help you. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just going to go to Paris, and I'm going to take the train to Amsterdam. I might even cruise to Berlin. Ooh. Everyone's like, oh, you're not going to like go get stoned and like hang out at a cafe. I was like, no, we can do that here in California. Yeah. Like, I'm going to like the Anne Frank Museum. I'm going to the MoCo. I'm going to like all of these other cool spots. Yeah. Not really down to like get stoned. I'm excited for you though. Um, Are you I, going to Versailles? I am spending a whole day in Versailles. You're going to have the best time. It I is am. the most magical place. Like magical. The gardens. Insane. After your trip and you have this reset and you come back to L.A., how do you think you're going to approach friendships differently? And do you have anything that you're hoping to gain when you get back about how you want to re-navigate some of your relationships? I think I think in general, like I'm already kind of doing it before my trip. You know, I'm really trying to emphasize time with those who are really important to me in the sense of like who respect me the same way or Mm -hmm. value me um i don't really have a lot of time right now as always i'm very busy but i think i will for sure make more of a priority to only focus my energy with those who really matter to me and who also show that i matter to them totally um and i think moving forward when it comes to new friendships i'm definitely going to be a lot more reserved um, apprehensive not apprehensive is is a tricky word to say because then it seems like i'm i'm resisting i just want to i just want to be more reserved with how much i give and i think i think what i what i also mean by that is i need to focus more of the energy and my my fuel to those who matter rather than just be outwardly giving it away to everybody all at once like i want to take that reserve and give it to like you or to the people who really push me or, or make me a better person and happier. And I think that's just going to be how I handle future relationships. Totally. Well, I have so much respect for that. And I think that even on top of that, just coming back and learning how to spend more time with yourself will be so amazing. Cause we've talked about that before. And I think that that will be great for you. And I think just overall, It's really interesting that we're sitting here having this conversation right now, because when I brought you on for Toxic Friendship Awareness Month, 
you and I were so far from that subject. We have such a beautiful friendship and I'm so grateful for it. And I feel like a lot of the friendships that you have are also really far from it. And at the time, this hadn't been going on. This wasn't something that you were dealing with. So I think it's really interesting to be sitting here now. And I'm really, I can't stress enough how grateful I am that you're being vulnerable to share this because my listeners love you. I love you. And there are so many people out there that love you. And I think hearing your raw stories is important and can help so many more people than you even realize. So thank you. Uh, You're welcome. Okay. So now we're going to move on to LPs three, the classic LPs three at the end of every episode, we pick three songs that we add to the playlist and they're usually songs that pertain to the episode that we have this week. We're going to do three songs that are helping you get through this time. They can be kind of maybe a few F U anthems, whatever it is, we're going to do it. I want to hear what songs you have. Okay, so this is like kind of a good one. It's called Do Revenge. And you also took me to that Olivia Rodrigo concert. (laughs) And it's like, I forget that one song, but it was like something, something, 17. How's this for a teenage dream? Oh, oh, oh. Brutal. Okay, it is her. Okay, brutal. Got it. Yeah. Yes, yes, that is brutal. (laughs) And I'm so sick of 17. Where's my fucking teenage? There you go. Okay, so you weren't wrong. Okay, so we're adding Brutal by Olivia Rodrigo. Um, We'll add in Traitor by Olivia Rodrigo. And you know what? Let's just add in one Avril song. Complicate it. Yeah. Complicate it or complicated? Why you gotta be so complicated? Complicated. Excuse me. Yes, complicated. I think those are our three. All right. Thank you so much, Bo, for coming on and sharing your story. I want to just say one more thing. Very important for my listeners to know. This episode was not to spill tea. This was not to gossip. This was not an episode for me and Bo to just shit on anyone. I have nothing but respect for anyone out there. I'm not a judgmental person. We really just wanted to get into how hard friendship breakups can be for people and what you can do in a situation like this, how people feel in a situation like this, and just, you know, figure out how to take care of yourself and look for better in friendships so that you feel good. Cause the only point of having friendships is to feel better in your life. So I hope that everyone listening learned something and felt validated. If you've experienced something similar, even if it's not the same storyline or subject matter, friendship breakups are friendship breakups so i hope that everyone learned something from this and thank you again Bo. i love you to death i love having you on you're my best friend uh, i love you thank you i appreciate you podcast adjacent should we go get some sushi yeah <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening we'll see you next week Bye.